Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast Sharks from the South Park Cast Podcast Shark Pod Sharks Park Park Podcast Sharks from the South the Park Podcast Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark Podcast Shark Pod South Park Podcast Shark South Park and South Park Podcast Shark to another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. And this week, going to talk about an interesting episode is we're about to hit the halfway point of Season 7 of South Park. Uh, The next episode that I'll be reviewing is officially the halfway point of Season 7. So today's episode that I'm going to be reviewing is 
Red Man's Greed. Now this is, I get, if you want to use today's TV terms, if you want to use today's TV terms, this is the mid-season finale of South Park, which is really dumb. Like, like, there's winter finale and spring finale. This is like the mid-season finale. It's just really dumb, but what can I say? So, uh, like I said, this is from season seven, so uh, getting very, very close. Like I said, the next episode is the halfway point of this seventh season of South Park. And... Interesting topics got to be brought up in this episode, so let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this week's episode, which is Red Man's Greed. The episode originally aired on April 30th, 2003, was written by Trey Parker. I'm going to assume that this episode was also directed by Trey Parker. It does not say that uh, in the Wikipedia notes, but I'm just going to assume Trey Parker was the director of this episode. So the episode begins at a Native American casino, which is called the Three Feathers Indian Casino. And throughout the entire duration of this episode, any time one of the South Park characters says the word Indian, someone's like, it's Native American. Oh, yeah. Native American. Because, and I don't know when this started, a long time ago, uh, the term Indian was considered not cool and instead using Native American, which I'm not going to actually complain about. I'm fine with it. So they all go to the casino and they are greeted by Chief runs with premise and chief runs with premise uh, welcomes them to the casino and at first Carmen's going to go play the games but they're like no you can't play you're too young but you can go to the comedy club get to the comedy club in a minute so uh, uh, uh crap <laughs> Randy Randy and Gerald there we go I was trying to think of the name but Randy and Gerald uh, they go to the blackjack table and they got these big Cuban cigars with them. So, you know, they're pumped up. They're excited. So we see the boys at the Indian Casino Comedy Club. And there's a comedian, a Native American comedian, who tells jokes. And these are bad jokes, folks. I mean, it's bad. And in the way that the people laugh after he tells the jokes, it's like, Ha, 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 ha. Like, I'm watching this part, and I'm thinking to myself, my nephew's comedy act at his school's talent show is a lot better than this part. But, of course, this part, you know, was meant to be bad. You know, it obviously was meant to be bad. But So, we go back to the blackjack table, and Gerald is just down on his luck. Because... He's lost money. He's lost a lot of money. As a matter of fact, he's lost $26,000 at the casino, which also includes his house. He had to put a, you know, 
put up the house and he lost that so basically his family is homeless so after Gerald snaps at Kyle um, there is a conversation with the people at the casino and Chief runs with premise has this idea that the only way to get this casino to have more people come is to go for city people because they've been you know going they've been aiming this towards the rural community like South Park so they so he has this idea that they're gonna build this super highway and it's gonna go right through South Park and that's how they're gonna get more customers to come so they figure why don't we get every single person in South Park come in you know They'll lose. They won't have any money. We'll buy the land. So there's a town hall meeting, and they are basically bought. The whole town's been bought. The bank's been bought. And at first, Randy has this idea of, you know what? We're going to fight back. We're going to fight back, and we're going to beat the Native Americans, and we're going to keep our land. So he asks the mayor... Well, how much money do we need to raise to get our town back? And the mayor says that they got to raise $300,000 by tomorrow. And everyone is like, ooh, you know, that's not going to, you know. Eh. So we see some of the kids sitting uh, in front of the town hall. And there's this little boy. Never seen him on the show before. His name is Alex. And... Alex, we're, we're going to hear him a couple times throughout this episode. And there's a reason why he is on this episode, which I will discuss later going through the South Park uh, notes of this episode. So the boys are like, okay, we got to figure out a way to get $300,000. We got to get the $300,000 by tomorrow. What are we going to do? Cartman's idea is to give Kyle AIDS. And that way, if Kyle has AIDS, then they can start a charity and they can steal the money from the people and that way they could get the $300,000. No one is behind that one. So then, Butters suggests, well, why don't we have a dog parade? We can dress up our dogs and we can have a parade and we could charge the people. And Stan's like, okay, well, who are we going to charge? Our moms and dads. And Stan just burst out because, you know, they, you know, they, they can't get the tickets. You know, no one's going to be able to pay for them. And then Stan thinks about all the good times that they've had in this town. And this was so hilarious. I know I'm doing this part wrong, but I wanted to bring, or the, the order wrong, but I wanted to bring this up. Because when Stan thinks about all the good times that they've had in South Park, they do like this quick 30 second montage of every single riot, um, looting, fighting, destruction that has ever happened in the uh, six and a half seasons of South Park. And it was so perfect. It was such a great joke to put in there. It was fantastic. It was like, 
oh, I think about all the good times that we've had. And then, you know, you have all these clubs. It's just really funny. It's great. So we see that uh, Kyle's house is getting demolished when Stan, Cartman, and Kyle come in. And they tell the parents that they got an idea. So we find out that the townspeople were able to raise only $10,000. That's all they were able to raise was $10,000. So their idea is to take all of the money that they have, you know, that they got, the $10,000, go down to the casino, do one game, bet all the money, and if you win, you'll get, you know, X amount of money back. And if you fail, then you don't, you know, then you don't get the money back. So the adults are like, well, I mean, we could do it. It's worth a shot. And it's a really good idea. If you really think about it, it's a smart idea. You know, you basically, it's like, you got nothing to lose, everything to gain kind of situation. So the townspeople come in and uh, uh, Randy goes to the roulette table. So he's got $10,000. And it's one game of roulette. So he puts all the money on 32 black. Or no, 31 black, pardon me. So they spin the wheel, the ball goes, and it lands on 31 black. And he wins. He's won. And Alex is like, the town is saved. Hooray. And, you know, everyone is, you know, just so excited. They're like, we've done it. We've done it. And then one of the people is like, well, wait a minute. Why don't we bet again? Because if we bet it, not only would we have the money to get the town, to keep the town, but we could own it and we'd be filthy rich. So the premise or the thinking is we've basically got the money. If we put it all in again and we get it right and we double, we're going to have $12.5 million or something like that. And they fail miserably. <laughs> they failed miserably. <coughs> so, Stan's like, What did you do, Dad? You had it won! We had it! We had the town! We had the town! All I had to do was leave! And Randy tries to explain that in gambling, you don't stop when you're on a winning streak. When you win, when you're on a winning streak, you keep going. So, they're out. They're all out. So the next day, everyone's in line to get checks from the Native American casino. And the boys, you know, they try to, try to convince the townspeople, look, we can still do this. We're not giving up. And the boys are really mad because at this point, the adults are just in this mindset of we are defeated we're done so as the construction crew or in this case the deconstruction crew destruction there we go as they come into the town they're about ready to take everything down Stan, Kyle, Carmen and Kenny they're standing on the streets 
and they're not moving. They are not going to move. The, basically, it's the only way you're going to get us or you're going to get into the town is you're going to have to go through us. So the, so the Native Americans, they make fun of them, and then all of a sudden, we hear the echo of music, everybody singing together. And then all of a sudden, we are young, heartache to heartache, we stand, no promises, no demand, all of us knowing, love is a battlefield. Yes, the whole townspeople come together and they sing, love is a battlefield by Pat Benatar. Now for you hardcore South Park fans or our hardcore listeners who have been with us since pretty much the beginning this is not the first time that this song has been sung in the show before and you if you go back to season two and one of our least favorite episodes of all time Ike's Wee Wee Mr. Mackey sings that song while he's coming home hungover and you know, I just want to say real quick, I'm a, I'm a I love Pat Benatar. I think she's a fantastic singer. Um, I you know I'd recommend getting her greatest hits album. I think that album's like ten plus years old, but there's some really good songs on there. She kicks some ass. Uh, it's worth checking out. So after the townspeople get together and they take their stand, uh, Chief runs with premise comes up with this idea of how they're going to get the people out of there. How they're going to move everybody out of South Park and how they're going to get this land and how they're going to build this 12-lane you know, highway into their casino. And, the, and his idea is we're going to give them blankets. Yep, we're going to give them blankets. It's a peace offering. But this is where it gets interesting. Because Chief Runs with Premise says the people will think that this is a peace offering, that we're giving them these blankets. But instead, what is on these blankets is SARS. And I like I watched it and I'm like, oh my god, I remember the whole thing because it was such like it was this whole calamity about, oh my god, if you get SARS, there's a good chance you might not make it. And, like, it was such a big deal. Because, you know, it's funny because the other day, um, one of my sisters brought up uh, to one of my nephews about the swine flu. Remember when the swine flu was the big ordeal back in the day? And then let's not forget about the bird flu, the aviate, you know, that, that flu... So yes, they're gonna they are gonna give the townspeople SARS. <clears throat> and they bring in these poor Chinese men. Boy, are they stereotyping in this episode? Oh my gosh. We're being, we're getting stereotypes all over the place. But anyway, so they take a Chinese man and they rub them all over the blankets because these men have SARS. So, we go to the news, and here's a look at South Park. The people are still sitting, and, you know, they're not moving. They're not going to move. 
when all of a sudden here come the Native Americans and chief runs with promises like we come here in peace we want to give you this blanket we know you're cold you can stay warm in this so you know they're giving they're all giving uh, these blankets to the townspeople and the news report is so hilarious in this scene because he's like this is incredible the owner of the casino is giving all the people these blankets he must have a heart of gold unless he has an evil plan behind it oh that was so good and then the next thing we know everybody has SARS everybody has SARS so pretty much everyone's affected but Stan's not which is very interesting Stan is not affected but his dad is and Randy is like Stan I don't know if I'm gonna make it I got a 98% chance of living and that means I got a 2% chance of dying don't say that dad don't say that so he tells Stan to go to this man who lives in the trailers and he may have the cure for SARS so Stan goes to the to the trailers and he meets up with this gentleman and he asks him if he knows how to cure SARS so as they're sitting this gentleman pours paint th painter thinner into this bag and this is so you know not the best idea in the world uh, I would not recommend anybody to ever do this unless you're really really so maybe that'll be the next hot you know trend on the internet that these dumb teenagers are doing oh, we're gonna sniff paint thinner today <sighs> anyway so um, Stan comes back, and Randy's like, So, did he tell you everything? I think so, Dad. So here's what, here's how you cure SARS, folks. So if you ever have SARS, get a pen and paper. You might want to write this down. All you need is a can of Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup, Dayquil, and Sprite. If you have those, you'll be just fine. And wouldn't you know it, they all recover. They have all recovered. Meanwhile, back at the casino, Chief Runs With Premise is celebrating about how he has gotten the townspeople affected by SARS and that at this point they're going to go in tomorrow with an all-down operation of Operation Shock and All. When all of a sudden, his wife comes in and tells her or tells him that their son is sick. Now their son, whose name is Premise Running Thin, he has SARS because he shared a drink with one of the Chinese men who had SARS. And the Native American doctor tried everything he could to, you know, to, to help him, but it's not working. So Chief Runs With Premise figures there's only one thing left to do. Gotta go to the town. So he goes to South Park, and he's like, Can you help me? My son, Premise Running Thin, has SARS. So they all go, and they give him a bowl of chicken noodle soup. They give him Sprite, they give him Dayquil, and he's starting to feel better. 
So, as a way of thanking them for saving their son, Chief Runs With Premise gives them a $5 coupon to the casino. And they could have their land back and their houses, which everyone celebrates because they don't have to leave South Park anymore. South Park is saved. Hooray! And Alex is like, the town is saved. Oh, yes. And this is a... Okay, the ending... So we pretty much have the ending. That, you know, the town is saved. And Stan's like, who are you? What the hell are you doing? So he introduces himself. His name is Alex Glick. And he was given the opportunity to voice his character in an episode. So they kick him out, and before he leaves, he's like, Hi, Mom! Hi, Dad! Hi! Blah, blah, blah! And that is the end of Red Man's Greed. Now, before I get into my thoughts on this episode, I just want to say, um, I'm not a sprite person, to be perfectly honest with you. As a matter of fact, uh, for those of you who don't, you know, that, that, that don't know me very well, I'm not a soda person, as a matter of fact. I'm not a soda person at all. I will not drink soda. Um, I know when I get sick, I'll have a lot of water or, you know, Sunny D. But, you know, if I have, like, the stomach bug, I'll have some Gatorade. Gatorade's a good way to go because of the electrolytes. Really, really helps out. But the chicken noodle soup does work. Believe me, it does. Thoughts on this episode? Really good episode. This was a funny episode from beginning to end. Um, basically, everybody is made fun of in this episode. The Native Americans, the whites, the Chinese, everybody is made fun of in this episode. No one is safe from this episode. And the fact that SAR, you know, they use SARS... And, and, and I gotta be perfectly honest with you all. I completely forgot about the SARS epidemic. It wasn't until they said it, and I'm like, holy shit. Yes, I remember SARS. It was like this whole big deal. And, you know, it was like, oh, it's gonna be the end of the world, you know. And to the best of my knowledge, here in the U.S., not... Too many people died from it. But back to the episode in general, I thought this was a really good episode from beginning to finish. Um, just a really good, really strong episode and really a good point in this season because like I said in the beginning, this is their mid-season finale bullshit. You know, that's... That, 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 that. That's what all the TV stations do now. Oh, it's the mid-season finale of Modern Family. Oh, it's the mid-season finale of The Big Bang Theory. Oh, it's the mid-season finale of This Is Life. Oh, this is the mid-season finale of the 11 o'clock news. But this is a really good spring finale. Because they've done their first seven. Their last two have been a little bit of a disappointment. At least I thought it had. And they come back with this one last punch to say, this is how we're going to end the spring session. We're going to go into the summer with this. And they nailed this one. They hit this one out of the park. It's not a grand slam. It's not a 10. But it's darn near close to a 10. Uh, I'm going to give this a 9. This is a very, 
very strong nine for me. All right, so where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, this is basically a role reversal story in which Native Americans steal from white people presents, presents lots of comedic opportunities. Now, wanted to bring this up. Alex. Who is Alex Glick? Well, there was a contest where the winner would be made into a South Park character and would be making a guest appearance in a South Park episode. And Alex Glick was the winner of the contest, and he was put in this episode. So I'm going to read you from South Park Studios a profile on Alex Glick. Alex Glick voiced himself. Alex Glick had won a contest which allowed him to be in South Park for a guest appearance in Season 7 episode, Red Man's Greed, for being the highest bidder at charity auction to benefit AIDS research. He wears a red hoodie with Alex written on it. He has a notable, noticeable chin which makes his head look different from most of the other characters. He usually appears in a conversation with the main characters and makes a motivational statement. He has also made a statement on how South Park is more than just a town at the end, taking the role to tell the moral of the episode. Very cool. Very cool opportunity for a fan to be made a guest on an episode of South Park. That's really, really cool right there. Um, one, one cultural reference... Uh, that is mentioned on um, uh, Wikipedia. When one of the Indians, Native Americans, pardon me, asks the kids what are they going to do to stop them, the appearance of supporters everywhere, including rooftops, and Stan's reply, this land is not for sale, and the latter appearance of a wise old man in a trailer, are most likely references to the 1992 movie Thunderheart. That movie stars Val Kilmer, Sam Shepard, Graham Greene, and Fred Ward. Never heard of that movie. I'll be perfectly honest. Never heard of that movie. Alright, let's get into IMDb and let's see what they thought of this week's episode. Of 1,359 uh, members of IMDb who rated this episode, the average rating of this episode is a 7.7 out of 10. That's real surprising. 203 people gave this episode a 10. 171 people gave this a 9. That's my score. And 21 people gave this a 1. Oh, man, I don't know if you can get away with giving that one a give that episode a 1. To break it down for the demographics, a thousand males that have registered on IMDb voted the average rating there is a 7.7. Of 86 registered females on IMDb who rated this episode, their average, a 7.7. Hot damn, they were both 7.7. No, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm giving this a very, very strong 9. A very good episode, I thought. Two reviews uh, to read. Our first one 
is, I, I believe this is a first-time review. Uh, I have not read uh, this person's review. Uh, this is from Darsteel. And uh, Darsteel had the earlier of the two reviews. So Darsteel wrote, I must admit, I dismissed the series out of hand before college. The repeated deaths of Kenny alone put me off to the whole thing. Since then, I've come to enjoy the series for what it is. It's often lowbrow humor, that is undeniable, but it's still enjoyable and there is, in fact, a so-called point to every episode. The show's creators do not, as Silver King claims, try to be smarter than they are. That's in quotes. Such a charge is simply untrue and, if you read Silver King's other reviews here, quite hypocritical. Beyond South Park, Parker has been responsible for such gems as Orges or Orgasmo. Well, that's debatable. From his career, it's clear that he doesn't fancy himself much more than an entertainer, though he takes advantage of his medium to convey his opinions or to use humor to draw attention to issues oft ignored by the masses. I've seen no evidence that he holds himself to be particularly profound, and quite frankly, his work has more artistic merit than many of the self-styled artists out there. I remember a common charge leveled against another Comedy Central offering, The Daily Show, was that too many people come to it for news. As these arrogant critics insulted the intelligence of the common viewer, Silver King does so here. So I'm taking at this point Silver King was an IMDb person. So Silver King wrote, Nobody watches the show for intelligent discourse. They watch it for silly slapstick humor with a hint of social commentary. If you watch the show and don't care for it, then it's just a matter of taste. If you keep watching it, expecting it to be something it's not, all while looking down on the people who enjoy it, then frankly, you're not nearly as smart as you fancy yourself. And I imagine there's an episode of South Park poking fun at you. What I like best about this episode is its irreverence. It blatantly pokes fun at itself and flies in the faces of political correctness. Though this episode pokes fun at a liberal issue, on the whole, the show takes pot shots at both sides of the political spectrum, as well as itself, so much that even when it pokes fun at something I care about, I can still laugh about it. In a world of Rush Limbaugh and Ann Coulter, that certainly says something pretty good uh, description of his thoughts on South Park. Other review is from Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Stan and Kyle's parents visit a Native American casino where Kyle's dad ends up losing $26,000. It turns out that the Native Americans are very greedy and want to build a highway in place of South Park, forcing the townspeople out. The boys do not want to leave, so they convince everyone to fight the Native Americans to keep their land. It's ironic because this exact thing happened in history where the whites robbed the natives of their land. There is also a guest character in this episode named Alex. Apparently this person named Alex Glick won the guest spot during a charity auction. Red, Man Gre Red Man's Greed is a fairly good episode, nothing really special about it. I don't I just really loved this episode. It was just really, really good. Uh, one of the better episodes of this seventh season, I think. Really think this was really, really good. All right, that's going to do it 
for this week's episode, so let's get into uh, the shout-outs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join our, uh, our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Type that in the search bar on Facebook, and you are right there. And if you can't find it, don't worry, because the link will be in the description of this episode. And don't forget to visit the Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcast. Your supports will help not only this show, but the other podcasts that I do as well. All right, so next week going to be hitting the midway point of season seven of South Park as I'll be reviewing the episode South Park is Gay. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and until next week I am Bill and you've been listening to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast.